Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's it's that time again when you and I oh. get to kick some ADHD, David, and I get to step on your entry. It's all good. See, I, I, I think, you know, it always sounds like we're in the same room together, which I, I think is just the magic of the interwebs. But people don't yes. realize we're actually on a, a, we're not on Zoom, but we're on something similar that delays things and stuff. So there's actually, it's kind of amazing that we come out sounding like we're in the same room all the time. I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's cool, too. And there's, I don't know how many thousands of miles between us. Florida, it's where you are in Oregon. That's where I am. That's pretty, it's actually amazing, isn't it? It it is really amazing. Yeah, it is. And so it's, it's, it's amazing that we don't step on each other more often because there's actual delays involved and stuff. Imagine if we were in the same room, how much we'd be crashing into each other. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, right. we still have to right. do that at some point. Record an episode some, in the same room. Some point. Uh, yeah. At some point. Maybe this pandemic. But first, plan. yes. <laughs> yeah, our post-pandemic plan. But first, we need to record today's episode, which is number seventy-six. Can you believe that? No. Yes. But no, it's amazing. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Seventy-six episodes of Kick Some ADHD. <laughs> I wonder how many um, people have heard the musical The Music Man and will know where that probably, came from. Yeah. I don't know. I'm aging myself, but it's a wonderful musical if you haven't seen it because it's full of ADHD. Anyway. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway, we today are making peace between ADHD and money. Okay. I'm going to just trust you, Dana, that this is possible. Are you trusting me? I am. I'm trusting. I actually do trust you. I have no preconception whatsoever that it's possible except that you have said we're going to do it today so that's what we're going to we're do gonna, well we're going to start talking about it today and then we're going to decide if we're going to talk about it more next week or the week <laughs> after anyway last week we talked about impulsive spending and that kind of led me into thinking you know this is really a big topic yeah <laughs> now this is one that i used to teach in the success club and then i took it out of the success club because it it was so big and it's so specific to each person. It was hard for me to get a handle on it oh. to teach it to the whole group. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I always thought that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, I, uh, of course, I had financial struggles for my adult life, never knowing that I had ADHD. And, and then, you know, several years ago, I got the diagnosis. And I have, I still don't think this is an area that I just don't think I've spent a lot of time thinking about the actual relationship. I knew, uh, we talked about impulsive spending. Yes, obviously. I just don't know that I've taken the time to think this through, but I know that it's it's it's, it's it it's yeah. hugely intertwined. Yeah. And when we start to talk about it, you are going to see it's ADHD and money. Oh, my. I mean, it really is fraught with peril, fraught with peril for us. Yeah, I'm thinking back to conversations that I had years ago with people that I now believe have ADHD. And we would 
we would sit around and scratch our heads. One guy in particular was an entrepreneur, very successful in his business and stuff. And I mean, we'd work together on projects. And one day we were just on the call together and he goes, we, we both know people that are a lot less intelligent than we are. Yeah, we do. Why are we struggling financially? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're and, like, and they're, you know, the idiots, not, I mean, you know, people less intelligent, they're just like <laughs> making money hand over fist and, right. and you can run circles around them in any conversation and they're somehow they're making money and we're not. <laughs> right. Right. And there's a lot of reasons to that. Yeah. So let's, it's so challenge. I mean, so challenging. It's so common to have challenges with money, honey, when you have ADHD. It just is. Okay. But, but there's hope, like, right? I mean, before oh, we... yeah, there is. Um, I have, I'm still unsnarling some of it, but I've gone huge, made huge progress over the years. Oh, that's good. That's good. So when, when um, my darling husband and I, when Scott and I first got married, I would always pay my bills late. I mean, yeah. I would, I would just, and I thought nothing about it that I would just pay it like every other month. I might pay the credit card bill or the whatever bill it was, you know, every other month and just include the late fees. That was how I did it. And and I had no idea where the bills were. And this was many moons ago. So it was all paper. Then there were the Internet had not yet been invented. Um, (laughs) And it was all. I don't think or we weren't using it. And it was all just I. So I had the family joke is I had this purple ballet slipper box full just stuffed full of bills in some random order some paid some not and very soon after we got back from our honeymoon i handed it to scott oh and here here darling take this over so he took over the bill paying for years because i was obviously not competent to do it nobody knew about adhd then okay yeah so yeah so then that was that your kind of solution then then was just and, to let him do it right and then over the years and especially when i started my business and started to make more money and i i became no what happened is i took it all back because i realized the way he managed money i had no idea what money was even available so i would spend nothing because i never knew how much money was in the checking account yeah. which was absolutely against my way of operating. Right. So I took it all back and I've learned how to do it. And I've learned how to set up the routines and everything for bill paying and managing the taxes and managing all the pieces of all of this. And I do pretty well. I'm still working on some parts of it, but it's it's huge. And when we start to talk about this and and how it's all the layered within ADHD, you're going to see, oh, this is what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I I'm looking forward to having this conversation because I I have had a consistent struggle my entire life, and it's and it, 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 what's hilarious is it doesn't matter how much I make, right? I, I, <laughs> I've, right. I've had I've had chunks of my life where I made really great money and there was none left over, and I've had chunks where I made no money at all, hardly it seemed, and somehow still paid the bills. And and but either way, I never had like extra. I'm not. I mean, there's no retirement savings. There's no. You know what I mean? Like that just is. You know. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so which is which is common for a lot of us, and um, we. I mean, that's just not a really nice way to live. Anyway, let's dig into this. Let's so, what are what are the pieces of handling money that rub right up against ADHD? Procrastination. 
Of course, we procrastinate on things that are boring. What's more boring than paying bills? What's more boring than than organizing tax papers? What's more boring than even thinking about it? Um, Not too much, actually. Right, right. <laughs> and also, there's so much fear involved, because if you look at it, you, re- you realize, oh, my God, this is what's going on. Um, there's no structure. We, you know, our, we don't have the structure. We don't have the routines. We're disorganized with paper and with email. So even if you're going to an online bill paying, it's still that stuff's landing in your inbox. Uh, we spend impulsively, as we discussed last week. We, we've got debt because we under-earn. We have unrealistic expectations. You know, it just on and on and on. I think under earning is an interesting topic that we probably should come back to because like that's that's one that catches my ear. I you know, the the taxes thing is funny to me though. I I I the very first time I had to file a personal tax return, I was sixteen, I think, seventeen. I don't remember what it was, yeah. but it was a job that I had with the local school board for the summer. They didn't take out they took out taxes, but they didn't take out the Social Security and Medicare or something. Anyway, so the very first tax return I ever filed, I owed money on. <laughs> and there you go, ever since. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's not quite true. But um, the other thing that, that happened then, and shortly thereafter, I think the next year, I, I, I filed my own tax. My dad, for some reason, was involved in my first one. And of then, course. so th- when I started filing my, my, the one where I owned a business, you know what I found out? I lost, I completely lost my fear of the IRS because. Because if you file your 1040 late, or at least this was true back then, the penalty was like a dollar or something for the next, if you filed it the next day. or like So I could never figure out why in the world is everybody killing themselves to get to the post office on April 15th when it's like a dollar if you do it on April 16th or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so I just, I realized that the only, the only, the penalties weren't as bad as everybody thought. They had this terrorized fear of... So then I lost all fear of the IRS, and then we know where that goes. <laughs> yes, then we know where that goes. Yeah. The, yeah, the day that, that there was a federal officer, as she identified herself, <laughs> knocking, at the, uh, knocking at the door, flashing a badge, and my then wife was like, there's a federal officer looking for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah so, there's a reason to have a healthy fear of the IRS. I'm somewhere in between now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I just don't want them to notice me. That's exactly. My thing. I don't. I don't want the them to even think about me. Yeah, which is why it yeah. would be weird if I suddenly stopped filing extensions. See, they would wake up and go, "Wait a minute, there's something wrong. What's he wrong with it David? On time. What's happened to who's?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah. So Stolen so um, yeah. all those things you mentioned mm-hmm. them for the procrastination, the boredom, the disorganization, spending impulsively, doing things late. Those that, that's yeah. uh, did you did you write this just for me or is this <laughs> <laughs> no I wrote it from from my experience of myself I wrote it from my experience from a bazillion years of working with ADHD people and for you well, no I really nice. wasn't thinking about you when I did that. I'm kidding yeah it, it, funny yeah. enough my current therapist used to be an IRS revenue officer. <laughs> So when That's what we, you said last week. Oh, yeah. did I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot I told that story. Anyway, yeah. So one of the first things he asked was, how are your taxes? So yes, I probably told that story too. Yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah. And taxes, I don't know how many clients a year I have that were working on getting their taxes filed late. You know, the extensions are always doing extensions and extensions, but at some point you have to get the stuff in. Um, it's yeah. True. No, you it's do. craziness. Eventually. It's absolute craziness. Yeah. 
I still need to do that for 2020. Yeah. So the deal is, David, is looking at money when you're struggling with it can be terrifying. Yes. And we've got to just pull our head out of the sand. We've got to approach it eyes wide open. And we've and we've got to realize, is this how we want to live? Or I mean, we can keep on having it be hugely stressful. But I know a lot of people, the thing that's keeping them awake at night is the money stuff. It's true. It's true. Or, or it's something even if it's not directly the money, it's indirectly related to the money stuff. So it's it's and it's something we have to face every day. You know, there's not a day yeah. that goes by where you don't need money for something. Right. Right. I mean, you know, you, it's it's just a daily, daily thing. And you get kids, you know, when you start to get your family and kids involved, it's like, oh, my God, how can they need so much money for all this stuff? You know, it's it's just craziness. Yeah. 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 So you got it. My first thing is thinking about how do you want to be? How do you want it to be? And you got to be brave. You got to step into it with your eyes wide open, even if it's hard to do, even if it's uncomfortable. Because that head in the sand, I did that for so many years, that head in the sand pretending, oh, it's not there, everything's okay, really isn't. Right. Yeah, and it's this is another of those categories, there's a lot of these, where it's not just fear, but it's also the shame and the guilt. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's obvious I should have paid all this stuff on time and, and not, not gotten late fees. Or I should have more retirement savings or I should do this and this, you know, it's, there's a lot of different pieces to it. It's not just the bill paying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the, 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 but the shame and the, and the guilt, it's like, you know, I don't need to sit down with a financial expert to teach me about how to budget or something. It's not like rocket science. I know, I know what to do. It's just not Mm -hmm. getting done, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the fir- what's what are our steps to this? Because of course you know I have steps. I to do. This. Yes. The first thing we want to do is identify our money challenges, and for most of us, there's going to be more than one, and this just helps us know where to focus. We're not planning on fixing everything all at one time. All right, this is a long term project. Okay. And you got to approach it that way and be working on one thing at a time. Okay. Fair enough. Good. Okay. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you want to go through the money challenges in particular right now. It can be really depressing, but what do you think? Look at that list, David. Do you think that's just too depressing to talk about at all? Or I mean, I think we hit is it on helpful? some of them already. We might as well hit the rest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, bill paying and the late fees on bills. I di- I just, I, I laugh. Did I, did I say this recently? I just... I just got from our power utility in Florida. They credited back the deposit on my account that has been. Uh, did, did. I tell, did I say that a okay. few weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. They just credited. Yeah, you from however many years ago. Yeah, and so, uh, and and so like I've I've eliminated late fees on a lot of those types of. I wasn't getting them on credit cards or things where they really whack you, right? I was yeah. just getting the five or ten dollar or whatever it was, you know a month for being a little bit late, you know? And, and so I've eliminated all of that. Now, I don't think I have a lot more expendable, you know, (laughs) cash, but I'm not at least wasting that anymore. So that's kind of nice. There is progress. So that's good. Right. Good. And see, and so that's the kind of thing we're looking at. Okay. So maybe that's the one you focus on because you've already done some work on it. Yeah. And, and what else happened? 
goes into paying bills late. It's not having the routines. It's not knowing. It's having the paper snarls or the inbox out of out of um, control. All those kinds of things. Another one is debt, unmanaged credit card debt. Yeah, or having way too much debt because of the under earning. Yeah, I, I years ago, this is another one of those conversations. Friends said, "You know what I what I realized was that my credit card balance was always whatever the limit was." And so yeah. he would just close accounts and then pay them off, of course. But then, hey, what do you know? He didn't have any more credit card debt. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. because because whatever his limit was, he would spend it. And, I, and it didn't it yeah. didn't matter. It wasn't a function of income, was no. it? No, no. And I have found the same thing to be true. I can't sit around on available balances on credit cards because I will find some justification for spending it. Yeah. And usually it's, oh, it's just temporary because whatever. And then, uh, you know, the next thing yeah, you know, it's maxed and, out. And see, that's the thing that I've realized is you can't think that this is just temporary or this is just this one time because it's not. And it's a pattern. So that's where we need to know what our deal is. Exactly. And that's why this is something that I don't teach in the success club, because I can have high balances on my credit cards and I'm fine. That really works you mean, okay. Like available high available limits. Yeah. I mean some of them are ridiculous. Out. Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah. don't max them out. It's not something I've ever done. And yeah. I and and I don't know why. Good. Yeah, because I, I can't don't know do why. It. I've it, just I've just learned right. I can't. Man, if it's so available that, it will yeah. Yeah. So that's what you need to know and what you need to be aware of. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um banking. You know, overdrawn accounts. Been there. Not having enough savings, not having enough of a cushion, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and luckily now there's a lot of technology for some of this stuff, too. It's true. It's true. It, it really, it's spending. We talked about the impulsive spending last week. The idea of having a budget. Um, I am not a person that can keep a budget. Yeah, it, same. It doesn't, and we've, I think we've talked about that. And, and some, but some people with ADHD Maybe our dear listeners, some of you can keep a budget and follow a budget. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm happy you know, for that's, you. Can that's you great. Rub to me, that a budget me? is <laughs> to me, a budget is just an exercise in putting a bunch of numbers down and not following it. And forgetting they exist. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the right. banking the banking thing is kind of the same way. I finally have found credit unions are a great way to go because you know, you can you can eliminate. You you mentioned technology, ways to avoid the overdrawn accounts and stuff. But sometimes it's also a matter of just having a financial institution that's not, you know, criminal. Right, and I I love it. that's where we have everything business and personal is our credit union, Same. and we love I love it. Yeah, and they give ice cream bars during the summer. You can go in; they have big freezers full of ice cream bars. They don't do that in Florida because there would never be a time when they would not have the need. <laughs> 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 the big excitements in our life is oh let's go to the crate union and get an ice cream <laughs> they stopped that in covid maybe next year they'll start that again i hope so um yeah yeah so taxes we cannot look at mon- money and adhd and not even look at taxes it's true it's, it's, it's just a hell it's an absolute snarled hell for a large reason number of reasons yeah, and a lot of us tend to own our own businesses too, which complicates taxes out the right. wazoo, right? So, right. Because then it's yeah, it's better for you tax wise to own your own business, but then it's terrible if you don't actually stay on top of the stuff, right? right. And and if you own your own business, it's beyond 
tracking the money and tracking the receipts and all of that and finding the papers and having everything. Then there's you're paying quarterly taxes if you are. Now I'm on payroll, so I don't do that anymore. But but it's the quarterly payments. And then you've got to have the cash reserves available to when you finally start making money to be able to pay those buggers. And that first year it was, oh my God. Yeah, some people can just do that. They just put the money aside and they say, that's for taxes. And I'm like, I do. No, I got bills to pay right now. Taxes are later, you know? I I do that now. I didn't used to, but now I do. I so I I went to payroll like you and and the payroll service just takes all of it on the day that you right. run the payroll and that has kept yeah. me out of so much trouble is you right. know it's not even funny but right. the 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 staying on top of the things and oh my gosh you know it still is somehow ugh. it and it's a combination of things we have to have the little routines small yep. steps we need support. I love my bookkeeper and I love my CPA. I mean, they they walk on water as far as I'm concerned. I know. I lost my bookkeeper during COVID. And Ugh. it takes a lot. I, I've gone through a number of them because I had to find ones that were ADHD friendly. I had to find ones that didn't look at me like I was an imbecile because this stuff was hard for me or it didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and and because because there again, and like you don't want to show an intelligent human who's a bookkeeper that understands numbers. You don't want to show them. I don't want to show them my QuickBooks file. Right. <laughs> because right. And they, I don't keep the QuickBooks file. They keep the QuickBooks file for me now. So you've got to have somebody that's really that recognizes your intelligence and your value as a human being is more than the way you manage your finances. And they're not going to come to you and go, do you know how much you spent on overdraft fees last year? I'm like, no, I don't want to know. Don't tell me this. I mean, like, but you're see, here to help me fix it. That's the kind of thing, though. Though. <laughs> You want you need to look at it. Oh no, I know. It's just like, it's just that as long as yeah. it's as long as it's like, hey, here's how I'm helping you prevent this. Great. If right. you if you just want to bring it to me and go, oh my god, look what you did. I'm like, I don't. I know what I did. Yeah. Okay, go away. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, right. oh man. Yeah. It's taxes a tax write off at least. Ta- yes. <laughs> Sorry. At least. Terrible. Yeah. Taxes can be hell. They yeah. really can. Yeah. They for really ADHD. And. And then we aren't haven't even mentioned funding retirement or investing yet. And there's a lot of stuff in there. He's he's got a completely blank. You, you know, for years I had this simple plan. It was like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my focus on building a business that I can sell. And then that way, if it's profitable and I sell the business, I I, I don't have to worry about did I save for retirement, right? Um, and that was great as long as I was headed that direction. And then, you know, stuff happens and now that direction is not where I am at the moment. So yeah, I, I have, I've, I'm way behind on getting prepared for retirement. And I think most of us are. And for me, this is my area of shame. I working with, I have an, an investment guy that handles our stuff, but I don't think he's very good, but I'm a, I'm really hesitant to transfer to somebody else because I'm embarrassed about how, what, what the retirement savings is. Right. It's like, you know? At this stage of your life, you feel like it should be way different. Than right. It, is it should and, be a lot more. Yeah. And you know, the reti- a good retirement plan is not one, well, I'm going to have to work till I drop. 
Yeah, no, that's really not ideal. I mean, I, <laughs> right. I, on the other hand, I don't know that I'm ever actually going to stop working completely. No, like, I don't want to stop working, but I want to have the flexibility. Yeah. And the other, okay, another thing about in, um, investing, its I guess it's separate from the retirement, is investing can... I love investing. When we talked about hobbies last week, one of mine is investing. And and I think it's really fun. And actually, I do. We are OK because it's something I've done is in, you know, I'm scrounging money wherever I can and investing in the stock market. But I um, can get impulsive about it. And then I can follow these wacko investment ideas and these investment expectations and start trading. And I've had to really rein in that impulsivity. And now it's just no, Dana, when you buy something, this is long term. So, I mean, I got the down payment for the house that I live in today by trading penny stocks. I made the entire down payment in the span of about six months. Yeah. You know, and it was it was. I mean, we're talking, four, I mean, it was 40, 50 grand like I, that I yeah. put together in about six months just with penny stocks. Yeah. And there's no way in hell I would do that again <laughs> because, <laughs> because I know like there are not enough guardrails in the universe to keep me from losing everything on some dumb trade, you know, or, or right. series of trades or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I've, yes. And it, it can be a, it can just shine up your stimulation to think you're trading stocks. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and, just, and somehow I managed to stay away from cryptocurrency, which is weird because, I mean, I'm fascinated by Bitcoin. I actually understand mm-hmm. how it works and all that sort of stuff. But somehow, well, I dabbled in it a little bit, but I, I made some money and got out and that was it. And I stayed away. I'm like, nope, I don't have time. Because it's, yeah, that's a time. Yeah. Yeah. You can spend yeah, time. I, yeah. I haven't done that one. And then, so that's what I have for money, David. And then the under earning, we talked about that a little bit. And I think maybe next week we talk about that one more. I think, think, yeah, I think we should. Did we, you, you and I, Dana have talked about this personally. I don't think we've ever mentioned it on the podcast though, but if you're a business owner and you talked, you talked about finding someone that's ADHD friendly to do your bookkeeping, a book that was transformative for me was called Profit First. David Johnson, I've got it right here. Do you? See? Oh my gosh! Look I at that. follow the profit first system. This is so this great. has saved my butt. I've been Mine doing too. it for two years, and now I have plenty of money for the business. I have money for profit. I we get to do fun stuff because it's not just constantly you know not knowing what's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love it's Mike Mahalo. M- M- Michaelowitz is how he says it. Michaelowitz and I did M-I-C-H- a-L-O-W-I-C-Z, Profit First. Yep. You can find it on Amazon. The subject, the subtitle is Transform Your Business from a Cash-Eating Monster to a Money-Making Machine. Talk about right. investment. And oh I cannot gosh. tell you enough. Now, it does yeah. take routine. It yep. does take following the system and setting it up. And I, it, I cannot speak highly. I would... I would if, I met, if I ever get the opportunity to meet, to this man, meet this man, I will hug him. And tell him, you know, bow to him because I think he's just amazing. Do you? I don't like his other books as much. I haven't read anything else. Have I you, tried. I, I tried the others. They didn't speak to me, but this one has changed my life. It was life. brilliant. It was super, super brilliant. Did you? Have you? Does he say anything about ADHD in the book? I don't remember if he does. No, but if you've heard him talk, have you well, heard him interviewed on podcasts and stuff? No, he's but, he's in the he's in the group. Oh my gosh! I listened to yeah. the audiobook, which he reads. 
He's like yeah. in his neighbor's garage or something, and he and he he just like he'll be in the middle of something, and he'll be like, oh, and by the way, and he'll tell a story, and he'll go, oh, okay, back to the book. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's a whole other no. entertainment experience listening to the audio. Yeah, no, he's he's very. I would diagnose him in a heartbeat. He's one of us, absolutely. Yeah, he's one of us. Yeah, and uh, no, that truly, that's you know, we could just say that's enough for the podcast. If you have a business and also using this for home as oh, well. Oh, exactly. Yeah. A lot of this translates super easily to your personal life, you know, especially yeah. having multiple accounts in different financial right. institutions. Oh, right. my God. And spoiler alerts. But anyway, really good book and um, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant stuff. Hilarious okay. So that you yes. had it sitting there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's thumbed and I have reminders and my in my task lists for the paydays and the profit first days and the whole deal. Oh yeah. It's my, that's my, my business Bible. It's good stuff. Um, Okay. So what do we do? We, you identify, I can't remember what I said we were up to here because we did kind of get wandered off. So our steps to making peace with your money, first identify your money challenges. And we just talked through them ad nauseum. And then I want you just to pick one to start just one. Good, just so you you have one place to focus, right? It's your front burner for You are going to have a lot more. Yeah. But pick one. Okay. Put one on the front burner. Yeah. So it's similar simmering there and this will be a while. And and start with your intention. How do you want it to be instead? I want to stop I want my bills to be paid on time. Why? What could get in the way? Yeah. Designed for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what one would you start with, David? You know, you said something earlier about starting with the thing that was like where I was doing well. And I thought that was an interesting idea. Um, yeah, you're already partway there. I For me, it's actually kind of obvious. I have the taxes are by far the front burner for me. I, I'm not doing well on them at the moment. And it's just because I've run into some roadblocks every time I turn around with with getting, you know, caught up. So that is absolutely the front burner for me. I have to I have to um, I have to get over the finish line. It, darn it. The 2020 stuff is nearly done. There's some bookkeeping left to do. And yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like it's just I've got to carve out time and plow through it with Adderall and caffeine and I don't know what else. Yeah. Well, and then we, well, let's talk about this because our third step is we have to look to the future. Yeah. Okay. Problem solve the challenges you're working on. We want it to be realistic. We want it to be simple. What are the small steps that need to be done? And notice I said small steps. So that's for me, that was what really changed the taxes also is doing little bits each week. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, the night before they're due and I'm just drowning in all this paperwork of small bits. How do you, often do you need to do it? How are you going to remember just those basic ADHD structures we've got to look at? Yeah. And always looking at how can you automate? How can you delegate? Are you the right person for this? No. <laughs> my book, it's my simple. bookkeeper's job to keep the business taxes yeah. Straight. It's I just make sure she's got the information. It's her job and she feeds it. She works with the CPA. Yeah. And they just ask me what decisions I need to make and you know and and where and tell me where to sign and how much to pay. Or not. Yeah. Um So are you the right person to do it? Often we're not. Nope, I am not. And the best thing I ever did was delegate it. I just I you know 
It's it's a long story, but I'm 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 getting there. It's close. Yeah. On on redelegating. Redelegating, and then how can you automate it? Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot to automate this stuff. A lot. Yeah. 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 It's and it's and, the little things that are not automated that are that are just biting. And me then right now. so then we're starting to look for the potential. Is there potential automation there? Yeah. Automatically take away my cards from me. That would be that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, and and also with the making it easier, how can you reduce the number of steps? Exactly. Yeah. You've sold me on this idea. Just find like give yourself permission to make it easy. Okay, done. Especially with this crap. I mean, bookkeeping and taxes and finances and stuff. It's got to be easy. Right. It's just got to be easy. So often with money, there's we're looking to the future. How do you want it to be setting up the system for that? But then, oh, man, we've got the mess in the background that we got to clear up. So typically I find with money, it's a two prong. And with a lot of things, organizing is the same way. Habits are the same way. You know, what's the new stuff? And then we got to clear up the old stuff as well. Yep. And that's it's like the old stuff is on fire for me at the moment. The new stuff, not so much. But it's getting it's getting it's getting better. You know, there 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 are yeah. places where it's it's weird how you can I, at least for me I can make progress in one category of the same area and be losing ground in another of the same area. But it's it's anyway. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Is is my no? Point. It's you, no because we. Yeah. we yeah, because we get we want to get to the point, and then that of of okay, the back stuff is cleared up, so now we can just focus on going forward. So it really, it, you, there's a point where it's tough because you've got to have an eyeball on each, and right. then you end up, you know, looking like Marty Feldman. And I just who knows? And most people probably don't know who Marty Feldman <laughs> is anymore. Anyway, um, so yeah, you got to be looking at both. You do, and that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And so that means we've got to be kind to ourselves. We've got to be realistic. We got to maybe the back stuff, you just do a real messy job with it as much as you can get away with and move forward. And then it the, the beauty of that is though, it gets easier. It's like you've you've added a bunch of weight to your to your, you know, to your lifting. But then mm-hmm. once the back stuff is eventually cleared up, it's gone and now you've got more energy to to be more successful with the stuff. Right. That you, yeah. So it, right. it, it does eventually you turn a corner. You do. And it's going to take focus and it needs to be in the front burner. And you got to realize this is going to be hard and I can do hard things. Yeah. This is not, I've got to look at stuff that's not comfortable and I can do that. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And I think that idea of do you create the new system or handle the old system? What's the right thing to do? I think it depends on each person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and your changing situation. I mean, a lot of us have been through some big changes the last couple of years as the world right. has transformed around us. So sometimes it's like, you know, check the assumptions. Yeah. And make sure they're still, you know, in alignment with. I love that idea, though, picturing where you want it to be. How do you want it to be? How do you want to live? You know, and then move in that direction. That's that's huge. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I hope I didn't like just sidetrack. No, no, not at all. You didn't at all. I'm just thinking that it's a lot. And I realized 
putting this together. This this is this is a lot to throw at our listeners. However, it's rare that I've worked with someone with ADHD who doesn't have something going on around money. And there's also all the mental crap that's going on, you know, the there's just the feeling like you're not enough or you'll never have enough and and all of that kind of thing as well. Yeah, this the is childhood those... messages and patterns. This is money's it's not just a problem for people with ADHD. It's a problem for a lot of people. And then we have the inconsistency, we have the resistance to the boring, we have resistance to details, all of those things that make it that much harder for us. It's true. It's true. And all of the things that you just mentioned, those are all part of the pu- puzzle for me. All of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and in closing, listeners, I want you to pay attention to where you are justifying keeping it where it is. Where are you fighting to stay in a, in a snarl? Mm. Where are you fighting for mediocrity? Because I see that with money also. We can do a lot of justification. Boy, it's true. Those are good questions, dang it. <laughs> okay. Good I'm, stuff. We, yeah, we're we're both speechless at the end of this, David. So what's the next step for you, my friend? Next step for me is to focus on it's it's the steps three and four of the of the piece here that you that you just identified, right? Because you got to look to the future and problem solve. So, like for me, it's taxes, and and it's mainly about clearing up the mess, which is why I say it's the fourth step, right? Because it's mainly mm-hmm. about the mess at the moment. the 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 future stuff isn't as bad. The present stuff isn't as bad. It's this backlog. So, you know, that's where I have to problem solve. Okay. And it's. Yeah, it's frustrating, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. That's all I can say. And little bits at a time, be kind to yourself. Don't expect this to be something that you do overnight. It's long-term stuff. Yeah, that is true. Long-term stuff. And that, my friends, is how you kick yourself some ADHD and make peace with money. Love it. Love it. Shall we ask our listeners to share their challenges and what, 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 what did you hear today that, that jumped out at you? Do it. Show. Show. We'd love to know. It's episode 76. You can find it on the web. Kicksomeadhd.com slash 076. That three digit episode number is always reliable as a way to find the episode. We're going to put a link in the show notes today out to the book we mentioned, Profit First. So yeah. if you're listening and you're like, oh, I want to, uh, yeah, you can get it. Don't pull over right to second or whatever. It'll be in the show notes. You can click it and, uh, and you can get, get yourself a copy of that. And we'll do some other fun stuff in the show notes too. But we do okay. want to hear from you. All right, Dana, thank you for this. I'm excited about talking about this some more, I think. Okay, good, good. So uh, next week then. Sounds good. We shall continue. Thanks everybody. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, 
go to kicksomeadhd.com. 